Welcome to the Drup Journal Podcast, where we engage in conversations, explore key issues, and inspire collective actions with our host, Tashukile Doji. This is Kinley, and I'm talking to one of our contributors, Parma Lode, on the Drup Journal theme, Democracy Today. Parma, I want to start by saying that your uh, title is Worrying Trends in Bhutan's Democracy, which means I get the impression that you I feel there are certain problems, certain challenges, certain things that need to be improved. Is that right? Uh, yes, Ladasho. I think uh, the intention is not really to blame the democracy itself, but it's to get to people, especially the politicians, uh, a reminder. And I think a democracy in itself is just a tool from what I understand and what I experience. But it's how you use that tool determines the outcome. So I think my whole intention, not just through this article, but even from my engagement on social media, is to get to the parent politicians or anybody, so the electorates in general, to make them understand that if we are not careful now, it's going to be very difficult uh, down the line to change. So pretty much uh, sharing my own experience is the approach that I've chosen. I think uh, democracy, an important element of democracy is responsible citizens, you know, who who watch, who understand what's happening. And uh, that democracy is a means to an end. And I think that's a very uh, important, you know, view. Many countries we know, even in our own region, think democracy means an election. Well. I mean, you know, it can it can vary. Like, I think the whole intention, the principles of every democracy eventually is to have a free and fair society as, as its intention. For me, my understanding is uh, in, in the context of our country, I've always seen it from a perspective where the responsibilities are being handed down to the people through the institution of democracy. So the end goal is to pretty much collectively work towards the development of a country through engagement of not just uh, educated lot or the civil servants or from the grassroots level, the farmers. And so I think it it's eventually the end goal is to realization of the aspirations of our monarch. Yes. Okay. When we look back over the past three governments, it's very interesting to see, isn't it? It shows very uh, progressive thought behind it all to involve all the people. I, I had the sense that you thought it was a little bit too early. Oh, you actually said it's too early. Uh, what did you mean? You mean the people are not actually quite ready to take up the responsibility of governance? I think not really the governance itself, but from uh, from a perspective of the electorates. I think, as I mentioned uh, in the article, a lot of democracies in the world, the people, they know why they fought for it. And uh, the fact that in Bhutan, it was handed down through abdication by our Fort uh, Andrew Gelpo, people just assume that it is just an, another uh, act of good, you know, act from our monarchs. and giving people the freedom. And I think from a lot of what people only look at from the rights rather than the responsibilities. And if you go by the constitution, then we have more responsibilities than we have rights and privileges. The reason why I say is, and that I've interacted with people, I think people hold 
are very dear to their hearts in terms of their democratic rights and, and the value. But here, I think the reason why I said it was too early is because I think since people haven't fought for it or struggled for it, I feel they don't attach too much importance to it because as I mentioned, uh, for many, it was a new thing. And eventually people went on to say that despite whichever government comes into power, it's, it's the same thing. We have to pay our own bill. We have to pay our own way out and there isn't much change. So I think in that way, what I felt was I think it's very difficult, I think, to give a very black and white in terms of how the approach has been working or not. But I think the important role here is for the political parties and the politicians to play this role of educating as we have uh, elections yeah. and parties that are elected uh, yeah. as the government. I think uh, emerging also is that right now we have the advantage of having a structure and having a king who is revered and loved by the people. So that is kind of a safety net within which politicians can uh, play around, perhaps make mistakes and learn, isn't it? I agree, Ladash. I've heard other people, uh, outsiders comment, is that really even a democracy uh, when there is uh, someone watching? But I think that's not what it is intended. I think everywhere you go, you have to have a, a guide. And as I mentioned in the beginning, where people haven't struggled for it and even the barring politicians and the political parties are just fulfilling from my perspective the electoral need rather than you know actually sticking by the true values and principles of democracy and in that way the struggle itself is more to win the elections than to see how their contributions and how their approach are affecting the values and principles of democracy. And in that way, I think I'm trying to be really direct in some aspects. And had it not been uh, the setup like that constitution, I would have imagined the, the whole democratic process going haywire had the political parties be given the full authority. So I'm very glad that we have uh, His Majesty still guiding us. And I think based on that fact, I'm still positive that one day we'll get there. I agree with your views, you know, Karma, because uh, I think if you look around at South Asia, what's happening to democracies in South Asia and even beyond, and even the most advanced countries, we can see them having problems. So obviously, you know, Bhutanese uh, people thrust into this new system of governance. We would expect uh, problems. So we are, in, in many ways, it's a learning process, isn't it? to take it step by step. Uh, I agree, La. I think that is how political parties as well as politicians are perceiving it. Sadly, from what I have uh, kind of seen myself so far, there doesn't seem to be much uh, effort put in in terms of strengthening the democratic system itself. It's rather like what I said, to survive that the term. And the only struggle or the only effort I see is made in trying to win the elections and after that you are silent until your term is finished and when the, the following election time comes and i think in that way i feel the reason why social media being very effective these days i feel we just should not put all the responsibilities to the politicians themselves to correct things and i think this is where the public at large has to be 
involved and in, in kind of ensuring there's a proper checks and balance from a public perspective as well. In, in that way, yes, I think the trial and error, like what Dashwa mentioned, they see it as, hey, you know, let's try this out. And if it fails, well, it fails. And not necessarily kind of being uh, aware of the consequences that it has uh, uh, left on the people, especially losing faith in, in democracy. And I think this is what I've been trying to raise awareness amongst people as well as politicians through my mere engagement through social medias and just to tell them where we're headed and it's time that we start realizing our mistakes and, and we still have time to correct them. Knowing this, that's why we have actually emphasizing the need, the importance rather of you know discourse, of exchanging views, of being honest with each other, which includes constructive criticism. You know, this is why we have requested you more than once to, you know, contribute to the journal and also to the podcast because uh, avoiding issues, I don't think helps anyone. In fact, I mean, we really to be, we need to be honest in our feedback to the politicians. For example, what we have seen, I think, three elections, three different governments, and we can see each government, uh, you know, turning around, you turning you know, the policies of the previous government. And when a government's uh, main aim is to just do what someone else has done, you know, that uh, definitely does not work. I think that's why I think we are, you know, in so many ways seeking the long-term vision, a longer-term, more permanent and stable vision. Agree, Ladasho. I think, um, and it's sad, it's sad, through so much effort from our monarchs in handing down the responsibility to let people decide. But I think a focus on being a little pessimistic on this side is because, to be honest, from my perspective, it, it, it hasn't fared well. And I think we are getting into kind of a, even uh, more of a mess um, in terms of confusion, like what Dashu mentioned, you know, each political party comes in, tries to undo what has been done because just to prove or make their point. And in, in between, it's the people that dig the, the final blow. That's just my personal opinion that people have kind of started not being so concerned anymore. You know, despite how they try to raise their concerns and issues, they seem to get a feeling that it falls on deaf ears and there is no use even raising issues. And I think in, in that way, I've also seen on social media that a lot of people who used to be very active and very vocal now taking a back seat. It'd be kind of interesting to find out why. But I think uh, the message that it sends to the political parties uh, uh, and the politicians are that maybe uh, they're doing the right thing. It's getting better. And maybe now people are, are keeping quiet. So in, in reality, which is not. So the engagement of uh, not just depending fully on the politicians and the political parties, but also the, 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 the general public has to engage in a meaningful way, I feel, if we are to progress in the way how our monarchs have aspired our transition into uh, parliamentary democracy. Yes, I think you made some very important points here, which we need to note, and our listeners particularly need to note. You know, someone uh, recently said that we seem to have a trust deficit, you know, maybe, and that's because of all the changes taking place, because I think people are usually uh, happy with the status quo and uh, not too excited about change. 
especially when it affects your own personal life or career. You know, but we know that most countries that have made it good have been through such uh, such periods. So hopefully we're going through a period of uh, change from which we will learn and emerge all the stronger. That's my hope. La. I'm sure that's the hope of every Britannian. We fare well. And uh, given what Dasha mentioned uh, about the current uh, transformation, you know, it, because I think to be honest, uh, you know, we were given enough time. And if we really were concerned that we, we should put our acts together, given how the way how our bureaucracy functioned and everything. And I think, but I think this was inevitable eventually, because I think um, there wasn't much of a push internally at a personal level to change because people were so used to with the, the type of system we, we had. People just kind of didn't want to put much effort and uh, putting effort meant a lot of additional responsibilities. And these are purely my perspective. I think this is maybe because I did not start my career working here. And um, so maybe I think my perspective stemmed from the fact that I was exposed to a different work culture than how we function here. Thank you very much, Karma. Uh, obviously, we really need your perspectives coming from experience and your you know comprehension and your understanding of governance not only here but uh, around the world and uh, uh, let's agree that we're going through a actually an exciting period a few months down the road people will be looking back at how we came through this how we dealt with this so on that note uh, thank you very much for taking part in this podcast Thank you for listening to the Druk Journal podcast. To subscribe to the latest issue of the Druk Journal, please visit www.drukjournal.bt and follow us on Facebook to engage in meaningful conversations.